0: Welcome to this week's episode of BusinessWise. This is a podcast series for entrepreneurs interested in expanding through learning and applying the management system discovered and developed by humanitarian philosopher and administrator Mr. L. Ron Hubbard. You know, according to the Christian Bible, a Christ was tempted by Satan to give up on his mission to bring the Word of God to mankind before he had even started. I'm always struck at the similarity in derivation or etymology of the word God and the word good, by the way. I find it hard to believe they are not connected somehow, but that can be left for someone else to do the research on. Anyway, thank the Lord Jesus Christ for ignoring these temptations and getting on with his task, because who knows where the world would be today if he hadn't. There's a lot of good in the world thanks to his work, his teachings, and his sacrifice. Similarly, it is my experience that members are sorely tempted to stray from, quote "good" and quote "sense" and practices," devil-motivated or otherwise, and engage in some really dumb activities, one area in particular, which is the subject of today's episode. I dare say if we can all resist these temptations and just get on with our own job and mission in the world, we too, in our own way, and at varied orders of magnitude, can affect positive change in our lives and for mankind. One of the things that marks the use of the Hubbard management system is the use of statistics. Along with the organizing board and the communication systems Mr. Hubbard developed, nothing is more essential to his management than the use of statistics. It's a very simple concept. Make sure you measure production in every area so that you can monitor its progress without rumor or bias and can do the right things to correct down statistics so that they start going up again or so you can reinforce areas that are doing well i mean this is no more complicated than reading the gas gauge in your automobile make sure you don't end up out of gas in the middle of the highway somewhere that's really pretty much what it amounts to but one is endlessly surprised at the weirdnesses that can enter on this subject first of all It is kind of shocking how many members don't even keep statistics in the first place, or don't keep them weekly, or never bother to graph them. I mean, how easy do you think it would be to avoid speeding tickets without a speedometer? So not keeping statistics, not graphing them, or ignoring them, these are all too common amongst the membership, and I'm going to discuss these more a little bit later in the episode. But there is another peculiar aberration that can occur in this subject that is perhaps viewed as less common, but I don't know if that's really true. I think it's more common than many realize and is one of a whole family of related temptations having to do with the subject of statistics. So we will address this as the first member of this aberrated family, and that is a subject of stat push. Stat, of course, is short for statistics, so stat push. The article I'm reading from from L. Ron Hubbard is dated 20 september 1976 and is entitled appropriately stat push so he starts the article this way he says what exactly is a stat push the danger in talking about this subject this is mr hubbard's words the danger in talking about this subject at all is that someone can do an immediate make wrong by saying this means don't try to raise any stats so to understand this subject at all, one must have a pretty clear idea of exactly what is meant by don't push stats. So he's describing here a phenomenon where individuals will push the number. They'll push the statistic like get your gross income up. Make this number of uh, widgets. No thought about how it's going to get done or anything. Just straight naked. Get this number made. And he goes on to explain this now. He says, and a lot of this is in capital letters, so he's going into some laws here. So he says, first of all, one has to know precisely that statistics are an indicator. They are not an object. Now, we went into indicators in quite a bit of detail in recent episodes. Remember this. Statistics are an indicator. They are not the thing itself. So then he goes on to say this. All capital letters. When you push the indicator, you do not obtain the object it represents. Production is completed cycles of action, not just numbers. You know, and then he gives an example. He says a figure one in one apple is not the apple. So this breaks it down to its simplicity. A statistic is an indicator. It represents something. It is a symbol of something. It is not the something. So if you are going around and only pushing the number, you're not going to get the product you're not going to get the completed cycle of action now we're going to go into this in more detail in a few minutes here but you might say well you know i wish we would push statistics a little more around here you know because in a lot of places you don't even see statistics even being brought up or mentioned but where someone gets excited about the subject of statistics which of course everybody should be because it is a valuable there is no more valuable indicator than statistics are as we've covered in many earlier episodes But the point is a person can get kind of excited and a little bit zealous and only be pushing the statistic and the number as opposed to pushing the production. And this is what stat push means. Pushing the number only, not the cycles of action that completed will result in those statistics indicating that production is increasing. You follow all that? So he goes on to say this. Therefore, pure, raw, naked stat pushing is an outpoint called wrong target. See, you're targeting the wrong thing. You're going after the number only. Make 100,000 dollars. I don't care. Make 100,000 dollars. Where's 100,000 dollars? I want that 100,000 dollars. What goes into making 100,000 dollars is not being discussed only the 100,000 dollars you follow. So you know, there everybody is in a sort of state of panic or something, you know. Fit to be tied. Trying to figure out what to do. You know they want to make every you know the boss happy or whatever they're doing, and they start doing unusual, weird stuff to make that number because they're not being directed on what are the cycles of action they're supposed to be completing to get that number. There is no direction. Only the statistic, only the number is being pushed. Mr. Albert goes on to say this: pushing a stat without doing anything to bring about the stat is therefore an aberration. Demanding a stat without doing anything to see that it occurs or putting anything there to make it or correcting anything that is preventing it is an aberration built out of either psychosis or ignorance of what should really be done. So you see someone who's going around and just pushing the number, statistics, no, they're either psychotic or they have no clue on how they are supposed to line things up So that that statistic will rise. They don't know what the physical universe actions are. All they know to do is push the number. Simple. So he goes on to say this. It is quite true that stats must be kept up. But unless they are kept up by putting something there or correcting something that is there and getting all the cycles of actions done by all those who should do them, the stats will decrease and eventually vanish. Lord, 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 have we not seen this plenty of times? where a number only is being pushed and nothing, no organization is established there. No business, the business isn't put there. There's no hiring. There's no training. That's a big one. There's no really uh, showing people what they need to do or how they need to go about producing the product. Only pushing the statistic, that entity will eventually collapse. Uh, They might make it go right to get those numbers up, you know, for a few weeks, But if you don't put something there, if you don't put a structure there, if you don't put a real group or company or organization there, then those statistics will not continue to rise because their production will inevitably collapse at a certain point because nothing's being put there to generate it, to sustain it, to, to expand it, and so on. He says here, a yell to the effect, get the stats up, is so much wasted time. Further, such an order or yell in any form has a very deteriorating effect. Individuals or staffs look at it in a properly weird light. They're there, they're doing what they can, they have problems and tangles and barriers and telling them to, quote, get the stats up, end quote, causes various reactions, none of them very good. Essentially, it gives them neither help nor direction and even subtly informs them that the person ordering either does not know or does not care what is going on and is not about to help. The eventual reaction can become an ignoring of that command channel. So, yeah, you watch somebody who is a chronic stat pusher. After a while, people just ignore them. Just avoid them. They know, hey, this person is not a, is not, does not have our best interests in mind, is not interested in helping us, is not interested in giving us any kind of direction that's sensible. Just yelling for the stats to go up. <laughs> Let's go! Now, Mr. Robert does go into some examples here. We're gonna cover one of them, but I just wanna make mention of one of the most famous stat pushes, which is income, gross income. And uh, you will find that uh, actually gross income is not that hard to stat push because if you're persuasive, uh, if you're skillful as a salesperson, uh, skillful in public relations and a bit of marketing, you can always make money. Well, I should correct myself. Not always, because what you do is if you are doing that part of the uh, cycle of production in order to make a viable company or a viable business, it is one of the relatively easier. It's easier to collect 100,000 dollars than to build an extension on a house, for instance, for 100,000 dollars. You can complete that in a couple of hours of persuasion, sign a contract. Now comes a work where people have to go and build that extension. So if you don't have the resources, if you don't have the planning, if you don't have the organization, if you don't have all that in place, you can go merrily along making money and then just not deliver. That's eventually the bottom's going to fall out on that. So that's, that's a classic stat push is just let's make the money. Let's make the money. Let's make the money. And we've all seen that. And that is a dead end. If you're not putting the structure there to also follow up with delivery, Conmen men do this. Bank robbers do this. They make money, you know? Why don't we emulate them? I'll tell you why we don't, because that's criminal. Okay, because there's no delivery, there's no consideration on delivery. It's like, it's a ripoff, basically. So um, that's a desperate and uh, dangerous specific category of stat push, right? Okay, so let's go over a couple of the examples here that he uses, or at least one of them here. He's talking about a training organization, it's got a course room, you've got students and uh, the course room is cold. So he says the room is cold and the staff is wearing overcoats and using blankets. Mr. Pusher walks over to the thermometer on the wall and sees that it reads very low. So he yells at the thermometer, get the stat up. Nothing happens of course, it still stays 15 degrees. So he yells at the staff, get that stat up. Now in this instance, having a stat pusher around, the org has no treasury division. And so there was nobody to pay the bills. And the fuel companies refuse to deliver further fuel. The janitor is missing because there is no one to hire them uh, or keep them on posters. There's no one to light the furnace, even if it had fuel. It goes on like this. You see, that's stat push. So, what happens in the end? So, he continues to yell, get the stat up. This is Mr. Hubbard here. He says, so continues to yell, get the stat up. And the staff wears more and more coats and blankets until at last it is just a quiet scene of solid ice. So, that's a really grand example of stat push. So then Mr. Travel goes on to say this, he says, so Mr. Statpusher is essentially operating on a short circuit. He cannot or will not look. So the stat pusher is not looking, is not willing to confront, is not willing to observe the scene, not willing to look at what might be going on. He is only about this short circuit. Push the number. And he will destroy that organization ultimately. You want to look for this in yourself. You want to look for it in any junior executives that you have. Be alert for it. It's not one that we commonly discuss when we're discussing statistics, the stat push, but it is lethal. Okay. It will destroy you. It will destroy your organization. It's tempting to do it. Like, oh my God, the income's down. Let's get on a stat push or, you know, the number of new patients are down let's get onto a stat push and just route in everybody, you know, whether they can pay or not or whether, you know, you can get, there's different varieties of this, right? But it's destructive. It's unimaginative because no one is figuring out, look, all right, we got a down statistic situation. Let's confront it. All right. What do we have to create? What kind of an organization do we need to put there? What kind of demand do we need to put there? How do we cope with this right now? Why we build the organization? Let's be sensible. Let's be intelligent. no, Let's not. Let's just push the stat. That's easy. I'll just demand it. I'll just yell louder, you know, and maybe the new patients will start coming in. Well, people will bring in new patients, all right, but they're not the people you want. You've probably had this experience. You're demanding new clients. You have a new hire. You're not bothering to train them. You're not bothering to show them the ropes. You're not bothering to pass your own hat because you probably were pretty good at creating new clients at one point. But did you ever write the hat up? Did you ever give it to the guy? Or did you just bring on somebody and say, bring me new customers? Where are the new customers? Darn it. You either get me some new customers or you're fired. And the next thing you know, they'll bring you new customers. All right. That are not the customers you want. Maybe they can't pay. Maybe they came from too far away. Maybe they uh, don't have the right resources to be able, you know, like, okay, you're selling Ferraris and they start bringing you in uh, street people or something like that. That's an extreme example, but hey, I brought you a new customer, didn't I? So you get the idea. You you need to think this through. It's not all about just pushing the stat or the number. It's about pushing the production, the cycles of action completed that will lead to the statistic being up. All right. But then he goes into these other varieties, these interesting temptations. All right. I'm going to go over these one by one. He says, and there is another variety of stat aberration, which comes about after a lot of get the stat up has failed. This is Mr. Stat Ignorer. So write down Mr. Stat Pusher. You don't want to be that guy next write down mr Stat Ignorer. you don't want to be that person either listen to this mr Stat Ignorer is driving along in a car and he looks at the speedometer it says 15 miles per hour he glares at the needle for a moment and then handles it he pastes a piece of paper over it so it can't be seen and sits back and drives contentedly if he'd looked he would have found he had three flat tires and an engine about to run out of oil and explode interesting we're back in the car analogy but look, stat ignore. I would say just off the cuff, number one temptation and sin of the members that are not keeping stat graphs. They're ignoring their stats. You know, I don't want to look at them, man. I, all I know is things are terrible. You know, things are rough. The economy's bad. You know, uh, I can't find good people anymore. Uh, my marketing company's no good. In fact, I don't even have a marketing company. And, you know, marketing does nothing for me. Advertising does nothing. All this rationale and uh, there's two letters that describe this anyway i'm not going to use them but you get the idea it's stat ignoring is what it boils down to it's like okay let's plot out our stats let's see where we're at oh my goodness look at this okay so we got to start getting you know creative we have to get imaginative we have to look in maybe we should look into more hubbard management to see if there's a solution for this you know but that's the scene you see you looking at the scene you see the scene you can't handle something that you cannot observe can you you know if you've got a bear you know breaking into your campsite and you don't observe the bear uh you're gonna have a problem okay if you're such a sound sleeper you don't even observe and say that's kind of a gruesome analogy but you get the idea to deal with a bear you first must observe there's a bear you know and then you can observe okay where can i get out of this guy's way you know you don't ignore it all right, stat ignoring, that's number two. Then he goes on to say this. Then there's also Mr. Stat Faker. This is a classic. He knows that he will get in trouble if his stat is down. Stat fakers almost inevitably come as a consequence of stat pushers, just tell you that. So he says he knows that he will get in trouble if his stat is down, so he simply dreams up a figure and puts it on graph paper. He's encouraged and rendered confident in this because he's sure that no senior will come around and notice the towers of unanswered letters or the huge backlogs of this or that. You get it. Either, you know, no one's going to observe that there's no actual production occurring, right? Because I, I put that graph there and, you know, uh, I'm safe. Hey, don't bug me. Look at my stat. Stat's up. I know it's up because I graphed it myself. I made up the figure and I put it on that piece of paper. And he goes on to say he is confident because no senior has in the last year or two. He's talking about doing an inspection or something, right? And listen to this. And he is recognizable by a caved-in demeanor, low morale, and a hunted look as he creeps through the organization. You can always recognize a stat baker because they have a hunted look of glee. He he he, they're not really there. They're living in a dream world. It's a fiction world that they're creating. They're we- they're weaving a web. That they will eventually get themselves caught in so listen to what he says so that's uh you got stat ignore, you got stat faker and you got stat pusher these are all aberrations and it's tempting oh wow how tempting let's fake a stat you know i got all this pressure i'll just fake this statistic or i'll just uh ignore it you know these are the great temptations relating to the this subject of statistics it's not that rough a subject really it's a tight line on reality it's actually awesome It's like it's seeing things with clarity. That's what stats really are. But there's this temptation. Call it from the devil. Call it from wherever you want. There's a temptation to go down these three avenues in particular. But then he gives you the solution Mr. Arbor does. He says, there is one common denominator, the stat pusher, the stat ignorer, and the stat faker have. And that is, all capital letters, an absence of skilled management. So there you go. What is that telling you? Where do these temptations truly come from? Ignorance. Or, as he says earlier, psychosis, right? But it's coming from either due to psychosis or due to ignorance, an absence of skilled management. That's why you should make a commitment to yourselves to study Hubbard management. Learn it well. Because if you don't, you won't know how to resolve these situations where you have down statistics, and we'll be tempted to stat push, stat ignore, stat fake, all three of which go to dead ends. So I'll wrap this episode up with some final words from Mr. Hubbard from the same article. He says, yes, it is true that stats should exist and be used. But it is equally true that the way to get a stat is to put something there that can get something done and get the lines debugged and the scene handled. The fate of the stat pusher, the stat ignorer, and the stat faker is to look around one day and find no org. Org is short for organization. It's a very long way between yelling or writing, get the stat up, and handling things and getting production cycles completed so that the stat will go up. The stat Properly stated and honestly kept is a vital indicator of the scene. If you know how to use them, you can get the areas that have to be handled. And if you know your policy and technology, you can find the real whys and get real handlings and get things whizzing. Dalron Hubbard, that's skilled management. You can locate actual cause of things. You can handle them. You can turn the scene around if you have a tight line on that reality, if you can observe the actual scene, not some pretended scene. And it goes on to say this, we mean to have all the stats going up because this indicates all capital letters, a bettering state of affairs for everyone. The job of the product officer, the product officer is the one who's doing the demanding, right? If you're a product officer, you're demanding the product. So that's what a product officer is. He's the individual who demands the production occurs. So you as the boss or the executive director of your own or managing director of your own company, You may have somebody who does this for you, but uh, you would be referred to as a product officer. You're the one who's making sure the production's occurring, right? So he says the job of the product officer is not to yell, get the stats up. The product officer is there to notice and order things like get those letters answered so they get answers. A fire-breathing product officer is worth his weight to every staff member if he is trying to get and is getting production, which results in better conditions, better products, better prosperity. And this will incidentally show up in the stats. It's a world of things that have to be done and coordinated before the stats go up. We are in the business of people. We are in the business of a better world. We have to have completed cycles of action and these are shown in stats. Our success is measured in terms of actions we do, for only those show up in the indicators called statistics. And then he, his final sentence here is, in this article, he says, so, okay, let's go about it the right way and find what is holding the stats down and handle and correct those things, and so honestly and swiftly become a stat. Alron Hubbard. All right, there you go. A little bit more about stats, the temptations to go and be a stat pusher or a stat ignorer or a stat faker, uh, please avoid them because if you go down those merry paths, as tempting as they might seem, uh, you will end up in a dead end and your contribution to uh, building a better business, building a better world thereby uh, will become stunted. It will, you will soon have no organization at all. So moral of the story, keep stats by all means, use them to monitor the scene, so that you know things are going better or not and you can investigate and take the correct actions that need to be taken because of your skilled management to turn the scene around all right so i hope you got something out of this episode not a topic we cover that often but uh an important one nonetheless if you liked it please do uh give us a like leave us a comment or write us at info It really makes a difference for us because your feedback is what keeps us delivering business wise. Uh, We are accumulating more and more listeners, building up steadily. Stats are up, as a matter of fact. and uh, But you contribute to that, believe it or not, with your kind words and your likes and so forth. So please don't hesitate and uh, give us a plug. And we will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening.